me ask you a question. How does your favourite song make you feel? Music affects and changes people's lives. It invokes memories. The first gig you went to, the first record you bought, that song from your school days, or the song you danced to at your wedding, or even your first kiss. It gets you through the worst times and the best of times. Music has always played an important part in my life. First and foremost, I'm a music fan, but I've been lucky enough to have interviewed some of the biggest names in music, combining my career with my passion. Each week, I chat to some of my favourite artists to talk about the tracks of their lives and more. I'm Kylie Olsen, and this is Music and Me. Okay, so my next guest um, gave me the perfect excuse to crack out my tassels and cowboy boots. And okay, that's a complete lie because those that know me know that I don't need an excuse to do such a thing because I'm obsessed with them. You can never have too many tassels. Anyway, Jaron Johnson, who is one part of the country rock trio from Nashville, the Cadillac Three, had a lot to say about his new album, writing for other musicians, and he's written for some of the biggest in country, Life on the Road, and stepping outside of his musical comfort zone, as well as their fourth member of the band, Mr. Steven Tyler. So, Jaron, what was the one song that reminds you of being at home as a kid, being with your parents? Um, when I was a kid, there was a lot of, uh, you know, Garth Brooks was happening at the time, you know, at the beginning, um, mid-90s. Um, a lot of, like, I think the record was called Roping in the Wind. Uh, that was a big one for me. Um, and then a lot of, like, weird stuff like Steely Dan and... Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of Stevie Wonder, that, all that kind of stuff. Manhattan Transfer, like weird stuff like that, because yeah. that's what my dad was into. Um, but I think probably the the one song was probably like, I don't know, Sweet Home Alabama or something, because you know, like, it was just, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like when you're a kid, you're coming of age, and that I remember first time hearing that, I didn't know what that was. Like I wasn't from Birmingham, but I wanted to be a part of that. You know what I mean? I wasn't from Alabama, yeah. but I wanted to be a part of that. And so I think that's kind of, I don't know, I liked it, yeah. When did you first realize that music was going to be an important part of your life? Um, I knew pretty much at the beginning, just because my dad was a drummer. Uh, you know, he's always kind of, there's always drums around, there's guitars, and um, I, I kind of just came into it naturally you know like so it was the one thing that I was always it came easy for me uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right thing to say but like it was it just felt natural and and I was the one thing throughout school if I was doing terrible at one thing or whatever if I just stopped playing baseball or whatever it is I was still really good at playing drums or playing guitar you know it just kind of came to me and and singing and all that stuff so yeah I, I knew at a very early age there's pictures of me as a baby with drumsticks in my hand and huge 1970s earphones on you know playing these huge drums and but yeah I started very early and you've just had a baby so congratulations Thank do you, you think you're going to be the same with him oh well there there will be instruments around everywhere yeah. you know I've kind of I've got an addiction to buying guitars and drums and stuff like that and so I think you know he's already got a little guitar and I went out and literally ordered a like 1956 um, Ludwig orange mandarin orange drum kit sparkle yeah. just to put in the corner downstairs i mean he can't play it he's seven months old but 
I, that was the thing. I, I did the whole thing. Got symbols from the our, our companies that give us stuff like that, and I had the whole thing. And it's Jude's kit, so it's down there ready for him whenever he, you know. Whenever he feels like discovering it. I oh, love yeah. that. Just in case yeah, it's in there. Case. Not saying you have to do it, but it's yeah. there. Yeah. So you say you collect drums, which sounds like um, quite a big thing to collect because they take up a lot of space. Yeah. How many yeah. do you have? I mean, I have a lot at my dad's house. Um, I collect more guitars than drums, honestly. But I've got a, a closet about the size of this room here, and it's, you know how you hang jackets? I have little hangers yeah. that hold guitars. So there's just stacks and stacks and stacks hanging in the, uh, in the closet on, on, like, you know, hangers. Um, and then I've got probably 15 or 20 out on the road with us, too, so... <clears throat> wow and because yeah. do you do you collect them when you're on your travels or yeah. are you always going in guitar shops and seeing what you can find yeah i look usually like especially over here i've been looking i haven't bought any of this trip but um i, I look i'll get on craigslist and type in the town that i'm in like tonight i looked in london to see if there was anything cool you know yeah. and there were some really great guitars actually but we didn't we had press all day so we didn't really have time but um but yeah i collect i collect i buy a lot on ebay and a lot on reverb.com too have you got a favorite? Have you got your oh, your, yeah. your baby? I have a bunch. Yeah, you'll see, if, if you've seen the show tonight, there's a, a a red, white, and blue Telecaster that I really like. It's a cool custom shop. All my SGs, you know, I've got a yeah, I got yeah. I have a problem. That's all right. You're allowed that sort of problem. Yeah, yeah. So can can you remember the first song that you bought? I remember my first cassette tape. There were two of them that, and I think one of them somebody gave me, and one of them I bought. Um, it was. But it was Leonard Skinner's greatest hits and Metallica and Justice for All. And so if you think about that, it makes a lot of sense as to why we sound like what we sound like. But um, but yeah, and my first CD I ever bought was Dinosaur Jr. without a sound from a little used shop. It was 99 cents. I still listen to that record all the time. It's great. Do you still own those those cassettes? I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're probably at my dad's house somewhere, you know, in a box. you've got a new album coming out legacy well actually it's already out isn't it the legacy album um you know similar to your other albums there's always a few love songs on there to tennessee what is it about the place that kind of makes you want to sing about it all the time well i think it's you know growing up there and being born there and traveling as much as we do um and i've been traveling you know i'm 37 years old i've been touring since i was 18 or 19 and you miss it so much because you know it's basically it's all I knew for 18 years you know what mm -hmm. I mean and then you see go out and see the world and you're like oh these places are cool but then you're like oh but I can't just go do this like I would do you know what I mean like I, when I'm at home um, and then you start building a family and then there's that aspect of it and it's just you know it's where you hang your hat it's where you're where I feel normal you know what I mean so like today I walked around aimlessly trying to find Camden <laughs> and trying to find some food and I was just like oh man as soon as I get home I'm going to Las Palmas my favorite Mexican restaurant you know what I mean so she's like think little things like that and and Tennessee's a very very slow paced uh situation whereas like you know there's you can get killed just walking in the street it's, yeah. it's scary you know and I also look the wrong way because I'm on the other side, you know what I mean? We drive on the other side of the road over there. So it's very confusing and stressful. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's just a comfort thing, you know, and it's, 
it's a little slower and, and obviously my life is there. So have you got any favorite tracks from the album? Yeah, man. I, you know, I think this record, we stepped out of our comfort zone uh, in a lot of ways with Legacy, the, the title track. Um, something I would not have felt comfortable probably singing about, you know, records before. Um, songs like Love Me Like Liquor, which with, with Lori McKenna, um, we'd never done a duet before. Mm. So I thought that was really cool. We, sh- we showed our underbelly a little bit, which is... To me, it's kind of neat because I think the the bigger the band gets, the more you want to put yourself, in, you know, out of your comfort zone, and you want to take chances, and you want to take risk, and you want to go places you haven't gone just because you can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's fun, you know. And we and we did some really extremely like country things, that, like this song called "Ain't That Country" on there. Is, that's that's more country than anything I've heard come out this year. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so it's it's exciting, man. Yeah, I think I, I love American Slang is probably one of my favorite songs I've ever been a part of um, as well. So yeah, that's cool. Do you like you, know, you mentioned Tennessee and being a lot slower pace of life and stuff like that? Do you find that uh, a, an, an inspirational place to write? Because is that where you do all your writing? Yeah, I write a lot there. Um, as much as we tour, I write a lot on the road. We've got a studio in our bus in the States. Have you? And I've got a little, uh, on, on our bus here, I've got a little makeshift, you know, mm-hmm. studio. So we, I mean, we're always being creative and always kind of, you know, flexing that muscle yeah. and trying to get better at it. And it's, a lot of people go play golf. A lot of people do, you know, do whatever for, for fun. I think we got really lucky with this band. It's like three guys that just genuinely, genuinely like to have you know, a guitar around and, and writing music. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that movie we're talking about, Almost Famous. It's yeah. like, it's those moments where our bus is very similar to that, where there's always somebody drinking a beer and there's always somebody playing a guitar and something happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you experience so many life moments out here, you know, where you're just like crazy, you know, stuff's happening all the time. I mean, God knows what's going to happen tonight. You know what I mean? We're playing a sold out show here in London and you know we're gonna go somewhere and get drunk and do something stupid you know what i mean it's just like we'll have something to write about tomorrow you know what i mean so it's exciting yeah that's really exciting so do you have some tiny dancing moments on the on the bus then oh man dude every (laughs) night it's usually lately it's been tom petty because you know rest in peace man that's terrible he was our favorite um and so we've been listening to a lot of that obviously what tom petty songs or Uh, albums i mean all those damn the torpedoes like damn the torpedoes is probably one of my favorite records of all time nine songs on that record yeah the hell and every one of them is just so cool and the story behind that record how fighting with the record company and all this stuff i thought it was such a rebel thing mm-hmm. but uh, you know we love all i mean all the early 90s stuff too you know even the new one the, the mojo thing I, I love i love all everything he ever did it's great you know, bummer bummer Thanks for bringing that up, making me sad. Yeah, I know. We don't want to get you sad. Well, let, let, I, can, I can turn that around a little bit because, like you say, you're playing at the uh, O2 Forum tonight, which is a, it's sold out. Mm-hmm. It's your biggest venue to date on your UK tour, headlining tour, let's say. And um, But what do you think is your greatest achievement as a musician to date? Um, there's been a couple. You know, I, 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 we've really gotten lucky with songwriting with other artists. So, you know, got to go to the Grammys on a couple of songs that we'd written that Keith Urban wrote, uh, Keith Urban sang and uh, Tim McGraw sang, and then also headlining the Ryman Auditorium 
in August when we put mm-hmm. the record out, sold that out, and you know that's, you know we went to high school a block away from there, and so you're walking by that every day, and it's just such a historic thing and such a bucket list moment for our band um that was probably the biggest one and um you mentioned working with Keith Urban that you you know you write songs for other artists as well that's how you started wasn't it really mm-hmm. is there anyone that out there that you would like to write for that you haven't yet well Tom Petty passed so I can't <laughs> do that one um no I mean there's you know there's always a, you know I'm a huge huge fan of like you know a lot of the my biggest ones I, I got really lucky and have had success with and gotten to you know mm. work with I got to work with Steven Tyler on his last record got to write and produce and that was just such a cool thing and we've become such good friends throughout the whole thing and I mean moments like that is just crazy I grew up Aerosmith is like you know eat the rich you know like all that stuff is crazy um but yeah I, don't, I mean I don't know I, you know there's some of the older older cats you know I've, I've just worked with Hank Williams Jr. on something recently and that was quite an experience. And then we got to go on the road with them and stuff. Um, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to, trying to think of somebody that we haven't worked with that with, that we would like to. You know, I would love to work with Dave Grohl. Okay. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of what he does and what he's always done. You mentioned Steven Tyler. He calls himself the fourth member of the Cadillac 3, doesn't he? He did, he did do that at one point. <laughs> yes, he did. Would you let him join the band? Oh man, he can do whatever the hell he wants to. He's Steven Tyler. I will I will definitely take the back seat to to that man. <laughs> um so the track you can't stop listening to at the moment, what is it? Uh it's called Mondo Bongo. I love and it. It's Joe Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. I've just recently got into that record and it's just great. I think it's the best stuff he ever did. Um but yeah, that's my favorite thing there. Why why do you like that? It's just this cool beachy vibe, but you've got Joe Strummer on it, and it's it's hard to explain. You just have to listen to it, and it's just, it's a very cool, and he has a cool song. The CIA was on the phone. That's my Joe Strummer. Well. I can see it's one of those those albums that when you listen to, or tracks it, when you listen to it, it puts a smile on your face because you're smiling uh, yeah. right now. As soon as you mention it, you put a big smile there. The whole record is like a stress reliever. It's like a tall drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what music's for. Give you those emotions. Are you enjoying life right now? I am. I'm having a blast, man. Between the success of the band and getting to just write songs for a living and then having a, a new family member, mm. you know, and my wife and everything's great, man. We're, we're, we're having a blast. So... Is there, if, if you could be any musician, if you could come back as any musician, who would it be? Come back? I don't want to leave, really. No. You know? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty happy with what we've done, you know. Obviously, Chris Stapleton, <laughs> he's, have, he's had quite a run, so I, that wouldn't be terrible to be born with a voice like that. Um, he's a good friend of ours, but I always try to bring him up every now and then. People are like, what are you listening to? I was like... Well, like, there's this guy that nobody knows about named Chris Stapleton that, you know, is kind of making waves and jokes, obviously, because yeah. he's bigger than Dallas right now. But uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with me, I guess, right now, you know. You're as as Tennessee whiskey. So, okay, let's finish up with a song that you would like played at your funeral. Oh. Gosh, this is morbid. I know. We're starting at the beginning and we're going right to the end. Um, probably 
you know, you like you think about these things and you don't want to, you yeah. know what I mean? But like you want you don't want everybody like either half of you want everybody to just be so upset and distraught so you want to play something that would just really tear you up, tear them up. Or you want like, wouldn't it be nice if we would, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, or something about, you know, like the Bay City Rollers or something. You know what I mean? Like, S-A-T-R-D-A-Y, night. You know what? My, while my guitar gently weeps would be pretty good. George Harrison, that would be good. I'll, let's yeah. go. I'll go with that, yeah. Because you'd probably have quite a lot of guitars weeping. Oh, yeah, they, all the guitars would be yeah. lined up just looking at, <laughs> oh, this is sad. This is terrible. <laughs> Well, listen, it was really great chatting to you. Thanks, and good luck out there. I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Bon Massa there, this week's guest on Music and Me with Kylie Olsen. So if you like the podcast, you know what to do, subscribe. And you can do that wherever you are listening to it, whether it be on Acast or iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Kylie Olsen. Music and Me is produced by the Podcast Works and Onesome Media. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.